0: Hey, guys. All right. So how was your weekend? What did you guys do?
1: I was, I don't know <laughs> you guys, week. but I was watching football, weren't you?
2: <laughs> yeah, of um, course. Actually, well, I, I, I was watching actually a lot of it. Did you watch, did you watch the game last night, Roger?
0: No, I just, I was following on my phone, but I, I wasn't watching it. I figured there's no chance that I have. because only the tight end of the kicker. And then when I checked, it's like, wow, they're in overtime. And I'm only, I'm less than three points behind. I thought, oh, this could happen. I know. This would
1: remind me of the battle between uh, Lewis and Jeannie when we're coming back from Salt Lake and and uh, Rogers and and, um, and your running backward. All of a sudden coming back, all of a sudden <laughs> you had a chance of winning. You looked yeah. like you could do it.
2: But yeah, that was me. fun. That was against me.
1: Yeah, that was against you, Lewis. And yeah. you, yeah, you yeah.
0: hung on. In the same way, I barely hung on. And yeah, it's always more fun when you actually win. When you don't win, it's just like yeah. you want to forget the week.
2: But the Monday night games can sometimes swing things. I know in my 12-team uh, yeah. league that I'm in, I was up by um, – I Yahoo said I had an 86% chance of winning, but my opponent had Jonathan Taylor. And that guy just exploded yesterday. And I had Sammy Watkins, who I think got injured in the middle. So you know, I lost, actually. You know, And I had an 86% chance of winning prior to the Monday night game. So, anyways, yeah, my weekend was pretty good.
0: Yeah. All right, well, the, non, the non-football part of it, I, I invited my friend Harry. This is the same Harry that I write at the Chinese restaurant. I invited him over to my uh, my family's get-together to meet my cousin, who is single. They're both single. And I thought, you know, maybe we'll get along. They're both single. They're both uh, fairly nice people, seeing if they hit it off. And we'll see what happens with that. But I just thought about it. You know, it's it's hard to uh, – I think at this age, when we're in our, our midlife age range – Harder to meet people, from my standpoint, because I don't think we're used to all the the new dating, of, uh, things out there. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I, I think it's probably a little different. I mean, um, you know, when you're younger, you meet people through other people, but you know, a lot of your friends are married by now, and they don't really know many single people. It's mostly married people, and the people are single, they're not really that close with because there's just a little difference now in their social status. So. You know, it it's harder you you have to get used to you know, meeting people online, you know, more. And that's always a little tricky, but you know, there's just a lot of people in middle age now that are single. Oh, yeah. You know, there's opportunities now if you're but um you, it's just a new reality. It, you have to adapt to a different way of meeting people. So,
3: yeah, I I don't think it'll be that hard. I just reactivate my MySpace account and I'll be all
2: set. <laughs> 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 that's right. That's right. <laughs> or yeah, that's right. I can. I. You know what? I just. I'll just open up a, 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 a TikTok account. Maybe that's what I should do. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's a way I could meet people much younger than myself.
0: I yeah, know. those TikTok videos. I've been watching these TikTok videos on YouTube. was <laughs> yeah, something else. Wait, I don't understand. You're watching TikTok videos on YouTube? Yeah, because I don't want to go to Because <laughs> you don't know how to use TikTok. Yeah, I don't you know how to use TikTok.
2: You do you know Yeah,
0: the best way to do it.
2: <laughs> I guess that's... we all need to learn how to adapt.
0: I get all my information from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> that tells you how old I am.
2: Yeah. I'm surprised you know how to use YouTube.
0: Oh. Well, my kids had to set it up for me, so you know. I'm surprised we're even capable of recording this podcast, quite frankly. All right. I guess we should get to our podcast. This is episode number eight Risky Business. All right. Hey, guys. Oh, okay. So, everyone, this is your brand new host of our small league fantasy football podcast, Raj. Okay, so I know you guys are used to hearing our original host, either Lewis or Shadow, host the show, but in a moment of really poor judgment, they finally relented and are following, allowing me, Raj, to run things. Okay, so I'll tell you what though. Because this Raj episode, had
1: begged for weeks to say, I really yeah, okay. want to run the show, and we finally gave in and said, oh, okay, yeah, gosh, just
0: do it. And they finally got tired of my, my whining. Okay, so to me, this kind of this episode kind of feels like the plot of that iconic '80s movie Risky Business, starring a you guys know, starring a pre-Top Gun Tom Cruise, raising all kinds of havoc at his house um, while his parents were out of town. So, for those of you who don't know the plot, so Tom's character Joel invites all sort of quote unquote guests to the uh, house, and you know debauchery ensues. So, following that theme. Since Lewis and Shadow left me in charge, I've decided to liven things up a bit, and I'm inviting a special virtual guest, but we'll get to that later. All right, so we'll get into this week's matchups and how my co-hosts fared in their games. Um, but since I get to run the show today, I've decided to give my partners all-new nicknames to shake things up a bit. Uh, so they don't know this, but I, I thought long and hard about this. So let's get to it. So let's do it with your new, uh, your new monikers. All right, we got Cyclops. Sandman and Boom Boom. Okay,
2: so we have to. Can you guys
0: guess who's yeah? Cyclops, Sandman, and Boom Boom. And then I'll tell. Can you guys guess who's who, and then I'll tell you why I picked those names for you guys. I'm
2: I'm obviously Boom Boom because I can really Boom Boom.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay, I'm I'm, I'm not sure what Boom 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 means. I I know know who Sandman is. 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 That's a great one.
1: So, okay. Wait, are you Sandman or am I Sandman? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, you, are you
1: are. Okay. That's what I thought.
3: <laughs> so, Cyclops and Boom Boom. I, I better
2: guess. be Boom Boom. Wait. I guess I'm Cyclops, but that's <laughs> <and boom, boom. laughs> I
0: don't know what that means. Cyclops and one you guys... eye.
3: One eye. <laughs> no, you,
0: guys, you guys never watch X Men? <laughs> oh, okay. It's not, so cyclos- <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the Cyclops. <laughs> it's not the Greek Cyclops. It's a monster dude. I guess that, I guess he'll be that too. some it-
2: like, so guy he can like shoot fire from his eyes.
0: Right? How how is this hard for you guys? You guys should know this pretty who easily. Who can shoot
2: fire? You like you Cyclops cyclos- pink-, okay. 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 pink eye. Don't take because I have pink eye.
0: <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <laughs> really? I didn't even think about that. You have pink eye. Okay, just gotta remember you not you to chron- get Yeah, he chronically has a
2: pink eye. <laughs> I don't know he's picking it up from. <laughs> Okay, Cyclops. So it, so it has to be point.
0: Lewis. It has to be Lewis.
2: <laughs> okay. Why? It's associated with his
0: occupation. You guys need to think about this one more <laughs> carefully. You guys would know. I wanted to be boogled. And then the Sandman, who literally makes people fall asleep in the middle of talking <laughs> to him. Oh, wait. I thought the Sandman <laughs> is the person that falls asleep, <laughs> <Also> <laughs> asleep with I didn't know <laughs> how to be mean. I wasn't <laughs> going to make it a mean <laughs> thing. Although, you know, literally makes people fall asleep in the middle of talking to him. And then there's Boom Boom, who makes women's hearts swoon, beat faster, and go boom, boom. Or that's, so he thinks in his own that's, mind.
2: That's that's, 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 that's me.
0: Um,
2: no, I didn't talk about anything.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> you
2: guys are old.
3: Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it works with
0: the occupation. Oh, it does? Yeah. yeah it I does. know that. I didn't even yeah. know what you guys do for a living. <laughs> <laughs> so, <you know laughs> so, what? So, so what you <laughs> okay. name? I'm Chevy Heavy. <laughs> I thought we established that two episodes ago. <laughs> oh, you're Chevy. Chubby Heavy? Well, I didn't give myself a nickname, but that's the only thing that I, I thought of. Uh, Anyways, not so that. first matchup, Cyclops and Boom Boom.
2: Okay, well, I, I, it doesn't really matter. I'm not sure who Cyclops and <laughs> who's Boom Boom, but I was playing uh, a genie. Um, I'll start. Um, uh, It'll take less than a minute. Um, I made a couple changes last week. I decided to switch out... Um, Russell Wilson for Dak Prescott, who was a previously on my bench. That was a good move because Russell Wilson is injured his hand on Aaron Donald's face. And um, he's out. He's going to be out and only scored 10 points. He was out by the second quarter. Uh, Dak Prescott, on the other hand, um, threw for 302 yards and three uh, TDs. Um, that was a good switch. And it was just serendipitous. And I just did it because I felt the, the Dallas Cowboys were hot. The thing that I was a little bit upset about was I decided to go for my streaming strategy. And I figured, well, Buffalo was going to play uh, Kansas City. So I decided, well, you know, this Kansas City offensive machine is a juggernaut. I better move off of that. And I decided to put it Las Vegas, where we're playing the, um, the Justin Fields rookie-led Chicago Bears. Well, as it turns out, the, uh, the Vegas uh, team scored three points in the defense, while the Buffalo team scored seventeen uh, against the um so called uh, Kansas City Chiefs juggernaut. Um, yeah as
1: an aside on our defensive streaming strategy, Lewis and I were actually fight excuse me, Cyclops and I were actually fighting over New England's I'm boom, defense. Boom. I'm boom boom. <laughs> I'm sorry, boom boom. We were fighting over New England's defense. New England's defense only scored five. So so much you know all that talk of defensive streaming last week did not uh, yield us Anything significantly.
2: Okay. Anyways, I I crushed uh, uh genie uh, or I'm sorry, uh, cyclops because <laughs> clearly he's sticking to some um, very um, unorthodox strategy in playing uh, fantasy. <laughs> so let's talk about it. Uh, um, let's
3: see. I had how how did the Tampa Bay defense do? Did anyone check? Well, check I did. That. I also did the streaming on oh. the defense. I picked up the Minnesota Vikings, the purple people eaters. And they got me nine points. So I'm just curious,
2: Tampa? Yeah, wow. Tampa. And how many uh, points eight, did he? Eight points. Eight, eight points. Okay, so, so, it's, oh, a,
3: Tampa. so oh, it's like a wash. I got nine with Minnesota. Okay, yeah. so, uh, good move. So, yeah, so um, Cyclops killed me. <laughs> and, uh, but the, the good thing is my projected points was 113. I ended up getting 114.76. <gasps> right. So in that, it's a small victory because at the only other time, I got more than my projected was against Cyclops, and I think it was week two, driving back from Utah. And he almost crashed because I got like 140-something points and almost caught up <laughs> to him. So, so yeah, so I, um, I changed up my lineup this week. I got Higby from the Rams. I kind of, you know, Rams are kind of my like secondary level of teams that I like, the Rams and, and Green Bay. And then I picked up also Henderson. And they they both did okay, I guess. Higby got seven, Henderson got about sixteen, but but Taylor, Jay Taylor got me almost thirty points. Um Diggs and Thielen didn't didn't do kind of below expectations. So yeah, I mean all in all, I, I guess I probably with the lineup I have, I did the best I could, I think. But just Cyclops' lineup was just so much better boom, this boom. week. Boom, boom. Oh, boom, boom. Okay.
2: Right.
1: So it's interesting. Boom, it. I know last week I was I was telling Boom Boomlocks that uh, I admired the devonta Henry Najee Harris combo, which put up a combined 51 points. But Elkir also another 14 points, no, another 27 points. Wow. I mean, you look at his ground game, it was just absolutely phenomenal. Um yeah. and so with it I was I was saying with the ground game like that, he should change his name to the Earthbenders. <laughs> I'll tell you.
2: Right. Right. You know, the interesting thing about uh, uh, Cyclops, uh, Genie's uh, team is, again, I was talking about an, an orthodox strategy. He's basically loading up on three teams. He's got two Rams on there. He's got two Packers. He's got two uh, Vikings, you know, Thielen and the Minnesota defense. And if one to argue Stefan Diggs was an honorary Viking, he's got basically three Vikings on his team two Packers, Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers, and Higby and Henderson for the Rams. Uh, he's loading up and concentrating all his portfolio onto a few certain stocks.
3: The, the other thing to look at it, if we could, maybe next season, we could score it differently, is how, ma- how many of your players actually won their games? If you look at mine, out of the nine starters, eight of my starters were on winning teams. So I think that should give me some extra points. Commissioner?
1: You know, when you're commissioner, you can do that. You can have a winning, you know, points per victory. It'll be a PPV.
3: And the only one I lost was Taylor and he his team lost in overtime. So that's pretty good.
2: Well, uh, yeah, I no. mean,
3: I could I still consider myself a winner.
2: I I I consider yourself a winner in life as well. And you get a participation <laughs> a winner trophy in life. for that. Everyone is a winner in small league, small league. Like fantasy football. <laughs> We're all winners.
0: Yeah, we all get little plastic medals. <laughs> Anyways, all right, good. Um, Sandman. Yeah, so
1: so I was up against um, Chubby, and and this was you know this was actually the the day that over the almost comeback. Going into Monday night's game, I had an almost forty point lead, and I had uh, all my players had played. And and Chevy had Justin Tucker and Andrews on the Ravens, and we all know how well they did. And so while the Ravens were posting this incredible comeback, I was seeing my lead slip away, and it went to overtime. If Justin Tucker kicks a field goal, I lose. If Andrews catches a touchdown or gets enough yards, I lose. But fortunately, uh, fortunately, team drove down, scored, scored with a different player, and I ended up winning. So it was the almost comeback for Chubby Hubby. The big story for me is, again, with injury. So the story of my team is without McCaffrey and Cook, I had to kind of juggle around and scramble for other players. And this is one of the things I think is particularly unique about small league fantasy football. At work today, one of my friends is in a 14 league. In one of his teams, he had the first draft. He took McCaffrey. And without McCaffrey, he's just been absolutely devastated. He, so he obviously, so he got the first pick, but then he got the 28th that would be the, 14, the 28th pick. And yeah. so he had to wait a long time. So he had a very weak team. Um, there's not very much on the waiver wire. And he's really, really struggling. So in these big teams, you really rely on your high draft pick players. And if they get hurt, you're in a tough spot. But in small league because you have such an active waiver wire there are other chances and other opportunities it's fun you can sit there you can move players around you can make substitutions and with all of my injuries it's it's been it's been actually pretty great I picked up uh, fournette who did okay I picked up Patterson and um, also you know gonna I just also got uh, Jamar chase and so you're picking up Marquee players are going to give a lot of action, and it really adds to the fun. So I think this is one area where you can say, "Wow, props to small league." It makes injuries are always tough, but you can battle back, and it's fun.
0: Yeah, no, I gotta agree. I mean, my team was just decimated with injuries. I literally got four guys on the IR. I'm down to my third tight end, Um, and I said that really be well. I, you know, I picked up Mark Andrews just as my third tight end. I think one of you guys foolishly dropped him. Yeah, that would be me sloppy seconds to me or sloppy thirds to me. And I actually, he did he did well this week and I'm hoping moving along we do. But, you know, if I had four players in IR in a 14 team or even a 10 team league, I would just give up. I would just fork with the season. But here, you know, the <laughs> scene, right. four people on IR, probably not coming back for maybe a month or so and I'm still viable. So again, the advantages of a small league, you can still, you don't have to give up. And I've heard this time and time again. You know, you get one or two major injuries in one of your big superstars, which has happened this season, and you're dead in the water, you know, nothing. But now we can still keep going and still have fun with the rest of the uh, season. But yeah, it was an exciting game. Obviously, I'm not thrilled about the outcome of our, our matchup because I lost by less than a field goal. You know, just uh, not happy about that. But that's that's how it goes, right? I mean, that's the nature of sports as it is. You, you kind of win by, couple points here and there. You lose by a couple points here and there. And end of the season, I've always felt that it was it's most fair to go by a total in the points rather than by wins and losses. But that that is May when I'm commissioner in another four years or so, and they change <laughs> rules for that. Biz. But yeah, other than that, um, like I said, a lot of injuries that I was able to pick up my third string tight end and he got me the most points of anybody else on my team. So feel fortunate for that.
1: But, you know, in one injury that hurt you and probably prevented you from winning was the injury to Saquon Barkley. So he was injured during the game. He picked up nine yards and then had it uh, turned his foot. Um, But, you know, he plays plays a full game. He probably picks up, scores more than three points, four points. Yeah. And, and, you know, so injuries, it's just all these variables. You just never know. And that's one thing about football. And it could be a small league, a large league. You just never, there are all these variables you never know about.
2: It's kind of right. interesting with Saquon Barkley being injured, you know, in, in a large league format, you know, Saquon, you know, it was the, the number one, two, three, and four or five, six players. The, the top six included Saquon Barkley, probably at number six in most cheat sheets. Number one and two were McCaffrey followed by Cook. You know, as, we're, as, as um, Mr. Uh, Sandman was uh, alluding to earlier, um, you know, that will decimate, or, or or Chubby Hubby, that would decimate um, you if you were playing in a 14-team league when your number six, your first-round draft pick, the number six, Saquon Barkley, is now out. Number one and two, McCaffrey, as you're saying, and Dalvin Cook are out. Yeah. Um, and their handcuffs are just not as good. Let's face it, Chubby Hubby has not really picked up the slack completely for McCaffrey, and I don't think Alexander Madison is really picking up the slack entirely for Dalvin Cook either. So, you know, like I said, you probably just give up if you're a 14 team team league. But for a four-team league, you still keep on plugging away.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, good. That was our wrap-up of uh, the games. And so on to my next segment. So after last week's underwhelming, underappreciated Red Bell Plue Pill segment, I decided to do another in-depth analysis segment today. So as much as you guys... Loved it last week, you, you have no choice really. Okay, so I got my inspiration from our virtual guest star and his videos. Um, on a side note, my college roommate used to play these videos nonstop in our dorm room. Um, that along with the endless hours of the Wham and George Michael songs by Rumi used to uh, blast from his boombox, box, made for kind of a really unique college experience. You know, I don't think he's listening, hopefully he's not. Um, but anyways, Here it is. See if you can guess who our special guest is.
2: That's Barney the
0: dinosaur? Yeah, Barney with the uh, leotard. Barney. Yeah, I think I saw that episode.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and you got to guess who that is.
2: Sound a little like Dora the Explorer.
0: Um, yeah, all throwbacks like, to it our sound like kids Whitney Houston. Um, what about the Wiggles? She was in there too. <laughs> you know, I I think all you guys, uh, about, I would guess uh, all you guys have kids because uh, I would hate uh, to think that you guys are actually watching these shows on your own because <laughs> that would be a little bit scary.
2: It sounds like you know, Mister Mister Eighties. You know, risky business and red pill, blue pill, and <laughs> I, I, it must be like um, who, who Who's a big singer in the Eighties? Uh,
0: well, my roommate used to love George Michael, so maybe that's... Yeah,
2: maybe it was Madonna.
0: Uh, close. So this guy's named the one and only American treasure, Milton Teagle Simmons. Ah, big. Otherwise P- known. Otherwise known as (laughs) as Richard (laughs) Simmons. Yeah. So for those of you too young to remember, Richard Simmons was the exercise guru who gained recognition in the 70s and 80s for his exercise videos called, appropriately enough, Sweating with the Oldies. So that brings us to the topic of my new segment, Sweating with the Oldies. Uh, Older players have been in the NFL for a while, dropped out, and then decided to play again. Um, are they worth picking up are they worth stashing on your bench maybe even just being your starting lineup um so this little corner of wisdom is called sweating with the oldies all right so i think we've all seen players who used to be bona fide superstars and for whatever reason they dropped out of the league um after a season <laughs> or more they decide to return to play and the question everyone's mind is should i pick up this player and expect good results you know, in a small league, it's likely this player won't get snatched up right away since everybody's rostered pretty stacked with the uh, current studs. But I thought I would pick four players in four different positions to uh, give you examples of, of whether or not they're worth picking up. Okay, so we're starting with with tight end, one of the best, not the best tight end NFL history, Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski, currently in his eleventh season. So in the years before he had his one year retirement, he averaged over a thousand yards receiving per season. Last year, after coming out of retirement with the Bucs, he had 623 yards. This season, he was on track to get 960 yards, but of course, he got injured, probably be out for several weeks, and it's destined to keep him sidelined and probably won't get very much more than what he got last season. Uh, next is Antonio Brown, the Steelers wide receiver. He led the league in receptions for the nine years he was with the team, averaging over 1,300 yards per year in receiving yards. Since coming back to the Bucks last year, though, <laughs> He only got 483 yards through eight games on track for about a thousand, a little under a thousand yards for this year. Uh, following his footsteps, his Steelers teammate, Le'Veon Bell, who led the league in scrimmage yards and receiving yards for his years with the team, his uh, average yards per game was close to 1,200 yards. After dropping out and returning, he totaled 789 yards with the Jets and only 250 with the Chiefs. And then lastly, quarterback Cam Newton with 10 years in the league. First years, he averaged 3,500 3, passing yards per season, got injured, dropped out for a year. After the joining of the Patriots, his numbers dropped to 2,600. So the take-home message I got from this is that while the returning players continue to produce, even after the return of the league, the numbers just weren't the same. So in a bigger league, it may be worthwhile picking up these players. as It'll give you some points. But in a small team league, you probably got much better choices at your disposal.
2: Yeah, I, I, I understand your point, and I, I tend to agree with that. You know, there's a there's a real temptation among any fantasy player to lock on to players who were, who've been done, done well in the past, you know, Cam Newton, the former MVP, although we kind of knew he was on the decline. Um, I, I don't know too many people would want to pick him up, but you know, there are some tempting names when the entire, um, um, uh, you know, Baltimore running back core went down in order uh, and Bell was brought into service and we're thinking, well, you know, the, the, the Ravens are a running team. Um, they need a running back because now they have zero um, and Bell was, was, it would be quite uh, tempting. Um, you know, I, I, but so, so I can see that. Um, l- let me, let me just talk about and Bell specifically right now um, since I'm on, on, on this track, you know one of the things that to recognize is that running backs they tend to peak early and by the age twenty twenty eight twenty nine year they they tend not to be as productive anymore Levian bells at is twenty nine years old the the idea to try to actually pick him up would have been a poor choice based on even that fact alone despite the fact that he might be their the um the featured running back um Baltimore. I mean, never heard of Tyson Williams prior to this, and but we've all heard who, who was by default the lone running back left in the Baltimore lineup, and then Levian Bell was inserted in. Um, but just on his age alone, it's not clear that it would, he, it, it would have been a wise choice to pick him up. Um, the prime years for running backs, typically, if you're going to be in the top 12, and that's something you should expect in RB1, when you're in a four-team league, that you should always have a, uh, a twelve—what we would consider in a twelve-team league—an RB one, like one of the top twelve players. It hardly exists after their age twenty-nine years. It—it's it, very, very, very rare. Um, there's an extremely sharp f- fall off after the age thirty-two years. It's almost not worth even picking anybody up. Was, was
0: Bell so, injured? And, Is that why he missed the season? Or
2: no, he—he he held out. He okay. held out.
0: Yeah, he was in a stupid contract dispute and just yeah stayed out the whole you season. Know.
2: And um, so that that's about Levy and Bell. the The idea to, to even have thought of to draft him uh, probably would have been a poor idea in a um, uh, in a small league. Perhaps not in a larger league, but definitely in a small league. Um, yeah, I think
3: I think um, yeah, I think it, you know. Cyclops is correct it, it, it also just depends boom, on boom. the position oh yeah boom boom's correct it also depends on the position right if quarterbacks tend to you know you're older you're still good you could still be good um in some cases like Rogers and and um Brady um I, I, I assume I don't know for sure but I would assume tight ends would have kind of the same Gronk is injured several times they need to be able to come back I think it's just the position. They don't rely on their legs as much. They, you know, need to catch the ball and just kind of. They're so much bigger than the defenders. Um, yeah. But yeah, running backs. Yeah, you're not going to be the same. Maybe wide receivers, the same thing. You lose your speed, right? That's your speed is your main thing as a wide receiver. When you get older, you're just not as fast. So you're you're definitely going to be on the downcline. Right.
1: Well. So have, having said that, you Cyclops? Are you going to continue to start? You mean Aaron boom, Roger? Boom <laughs> Boom. boom. You're you're are you going are you to continue to start Aaron Rodgers while Justin Herbert lays on the bench? Yeah. The young, the, young versus I know, old. I was
3: thinking about this. I got your text and I kind of thought about it and that, you know, this Sunday was the only time that Justin really broke out. The, all the other games his, his points were just the same as Rodgers, it's in the low 20s every week. And I like Herbert and, you know, I'm I'm going to nurture him. I'm I'm trying to be the, you know, the kind of fatherly coach. I'm going to get him a little bit more experience on the bench and watch Rogers. And once Rogers, you know, retires, cause nice. I have a lot of respect for him. Unless he nice. gives me like zero points, two weeks in a row, I'm, I'm still going nice. to play him. And then, <laughs> and then, you know,
1: hey, so you're he's, sweating he's the Herbert. oldies at the quarterback position. He's, he's is what Herbert you're and, me. You know,
3: maybe, maybe I'll, I'll start Herbert in a couple years, you know, and he'll be, he'll be ready by then. I,
2: I'm, I'm not entirely. I'm a lot of what, um, Mr. I'm not even sure if he's boom boom or Cyclops. You know, I I actually not so sure that he's um that 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 idea is correct. I with regards to quarterbacks that's true. They can clearly play into their older years. Um there are multiple quarterbacks or, you know, not only Brady and Rodgers, but you know, um you, you can continue. Okay. Um,
1: I you know, this is a very interesting conversation and I decided to look at some numbers. Let's let's get some let's get some Let's get some true analytics here, okay?
2: That's no. So, we can keep on going. We can just redo okay. do so, doing it. So I'll just tell you. I'll just
1: so for example, I looked at the top six, the top so far in our season, the top six highest scoring individuals for the four major positions, and you know what the average ages were for quarterback, twenty eight. For running back twenty seven, for wide receiver twenty seven, for tight end twenty eight.
2: Okay, so they 20s. were all the right reverse. next
1: to each other, but th- there's definitely a trend towards the younger. And but they were all, but having said that, they're all very tight, right? The differences. So we talk about, well, you know, maybe the maybe the wide receivers, the quarterbacks' longevity, whatever. When it comes down to highest point production so far in our leagues, the ages are all very, very similar. They're all very close together. The quarterbacks is particularly interesting because Brady at 44 was the outlier, right? So, you have have Mahomes at 26, you have uh, Lamar Jackson at 24, Allen 25, Herbert 23, Murray 24. So, you have a lot of very young quarterbacks concentrated who are doing very, very well. Uh, The tight ends tend to be, you know, the tight ends have two of our older standouts, right? Kelsey at 32 and Gronk at 32. And then you have a, some of the other ones. And then this, you have a little bit of a mix of the wide receivers and the running backs. But the reality is, it is a young person. It's a young man's game. But the ages are very close together. There's not much of a difference between position.
2: Well, this is where I'm sort of trying to suggest, you know, the running backs, it's a young it's a young person's game. You know, tight ends. Like you you, you already brought up, Kelsey is doing very well this year. Is age 32. And it doesn't really... I don't, it's not about your legs. It's about for tight ends. It's about their, they're like quarterbacks in some ways. They actually have to see the field. They've got a lot of different responsibilities. They need to find the open field. That is their job. And thing with wide receivers as well. It's been shown that the drop-off starts off at about the age of 32 or 33, actually, when they really start to drop off. Um, Not so you rarely see a receiver actually become a wide receiver one in their first one or two years. You, you see this routinely among running backs. They just come into the league and just tear it up. Um, I mean, the other Antonio Brown, for example, you know, um, was brought up. He's 33. He's now probably going to start his decline. But like I said, a lot of wide receivers, they rely on their smarts, the route running, trying to find the open field. Antonio Brown actually just blew up this weekend. Uh, with 24 points, but not only that, he is on pace to hit a thousand yards. It's not really that great, but it's not bad. It's not like the drop off the levy and guiding by any means. And Tony Brown is a viable flex position, perhaps. Definitely not are You don't want to be starting him, but he's definitely viable for flex. Um, maybe again, perhaps not even in a a small league format, but certainly in a large league, definitely. Um, I was also looking at guys like Julio Jones and A.J. Green, who are drafted a year later than him. You know, two seven time All Pros like Antonio Brown, uh, Julio Jones being like part of the All Decade team in the 2010s. You know, they are, you know, Julio Jones got injured. Um, A.J. Green is on pace with 26 targets and 260 yards, maybe for a 1,000 yard season. So again, they don't drop off. The wide receivers don't drop off, but they're not. Again, you still don't necessarily want to be picking up wide receivers based on their name recognition alone in a small league format. You know, if you're desperate, you can go after them, but there's no reason to be desperate. And I guess for a small league format, I'm, what I'm arguing basically is that they are. You could consider them. You never should consider a running back based on name recognition alone if they're past a certain age. Wide receivers, wide receivers, you could consider them, but. Perhaps in a small league format, they're probably better ones you could get.
0: We'll talk about next week's segment. So I think this segment went pretty well. My red pill, blue pill went into the old, uh, sweating with the oldies, and think of another one for next week. But that pretty much wraps up this week's show. Let's hear from everyone about any thoughts about any waiver wire pickups, any changes, major changes in your lineup. Um, and just kind of looking forward to uh, next week. Next week, by the way, is when the bye weeks are coming up, and so we've got to start planning for that. So those of you with uh, multiple players on the same team who are on a bye may have to uh, consider things, consider that.
2: Um, I decided I'm going to stream more defenses, and um, I'm going to do it right now before you uh, competitors, my competitors, decide to do the same thing. I, I'm going to pick up Buffalo right now and drop Las Vegas. I'm going to stream a defense. That's my plan, and I've got to watch out also for my um, injury situation. We've got both Najee Harris and Travis Kelsey as uh, questionable. Kelsey, I saw him well, as watching the Sunday night game, developed a stinger, and Najee Harris apparently developed some cramps. I guess um, cramps are extremely serious. Is that right?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> cramps last for like one hour, then you're completely healed. Really? Just eat a couple of bananas, yeah.
2: How, what, how how do you know this we get cramps all the time when
3: I play like the adult soccer league when I play like a little tournament with two or three games. I'm like cramping like crazy, but the next day you're fine it's not well, yeah man. if it's only a cramp, it's not a big deal at all. It's not oh, a muscle I... strain or a tear or anything like that. It's just a cramp. yeah Go trust on. me trust me <laughs> cramps cramps is no big deal really it's like uh, it's I... it's like a little scratch it's nothing <laughs> <laughs> It's nothing Cyclops trust
2: me. Okay, I'm boom boom.
1: <laughs> so, just to be clear, the, the losers get their first pick on Tuesdays from I think it was 9 to 10 a.m. And then 10 a.m., they're open to everyone.
2: Okay, good. All right. So... so,
3: some people have to work from 9 to 10, you know that, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyway. Nothing is more important than fantasy football. <laughs> we do not need to feed your family. So remember that. Okay, I'll, 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 go
3: ne- I'll go next. I'll be quick. <laughs> you guys could get me out of the way. So I, um, um, Koo it has a bye this week. So I just picked up McManus from Denver. He was like the next best kicker, and he's going against the uh, Raiders, who I. Don't like. I hated them in the '70s and '80s, and I kind of was okay with them until recently. Something happened this week, so I hate them again. But um, um maybe I'm thinking Tanyan.
2: Yep. Yeah, Would uh, that be horrible if the Raiders like shut out uh, McManus? You'd hate them even more.
3: Yeah, probably. I'll be okay. But um, but yeah, Tanyan. Uh, he hasn't been doing too much. I don't know. I've been telling Rogers throw out more to the tight end, but he won't listen to me.
2: <laughs> so,
3: so I don't know. I might have to get rid of him and, and pick someone from another position.
2: You would literally get rid of a Packer.
3: Maybe I'll put him in my IR then. Yeah, I already have like two or three Packers. I have two Packers.
2: Why? Why not you I mean, get Pretty the, much, uh, Rogers
3: is the only one. I Rogers is the only Packer I really like. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, I, I like the, you know, I kind of like the Rams or the local team, and I, I like Sean McVay, so. Yeah. But
2: well, you could
3: And then Thielen, Thielen, and Diggs. Oh man, I just. Why?
2: Why didn't, I can't. Why, I
3: can't kick him off.
2: Why don't you take uh, Conklin, D- the Minnesota
3: tight end? Oh really? Okay, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll I'll look for that. Then. <laughs> D- Diggs, you know, Diggs has like the. Best the best memory in the last second victory for the Vikings as I feel like I'm I'll be a jerk if I just t- kick him off my team or take him off the starting line. If I need to reward him somehow, give him an, another few chances. You know what's the difference between 0 and 5 and 0 and
2: 7? It's the same thing. That's what do you mean? It's two two losses. <laughs> it's the same. It's still zero percentage. <laughs>
0: That's fine with me yeah.
1: because I'll be going against um, Cyclops or Boom Boom, one of them. And so if... You uh, know, I'm proje- my projected points is higher. I, know, I wh- know. Which is bad. Well, you know, Because again, I'm usually lower. You know, my my, li- my, my line are not very good. But, you know, for me, the big thing was... Again, I tore Mr. sister, I picked up Jamar Chase. That's, you know, a fun player, something to kind of add in there, put him in my flex position. And... For my running backs, I'll have Fournette and Antonio Gibson, and just waiting until hopefully Dalvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey heal up, come off the IR, get active again. But sometimes it takes a long time. I could be waiting a long time.
2: Yeah, well, if last year's any indication, McCaffrey will just get injured again. <laughs> yeah, no.
1: know. Brian, I mean, uh, Lewis, was that the reason why you didn't draft him this year, or were, did you were you disappointed in his his in his injury? time last year or are you just saying look, David you're just thinking Henry in a non-PPR league you got to go with him
2: Uh, oh non-PPR league you got to go with Derek Henry I mean the advantage of uh, Christian McCaffrey was catching just a lot of balls and so uh, that really added to his total
0: all right all right I I um, as you guys were talking I was streaming defenses again so I picked up I pick up the Colts going we up against the Hapless Texans. I got so many people on IR, I don't know what to do at this point. You know, I don't think I have enough IR slots to fill them all. But well, then, then you gotta just bite home. the
2: bullet and and drop them.
0: Yeah, I don't want to drop any of my guys. No, no you
2: gotta do that, man.
0: I got enough to, to fill the roster for this bye week.
2: Well, you know, you that's know. the nice
0: thing about these these small leagues that I still have enough to fill a roster.
2: Yeah.
0: Which um, you know, some somebody like Saquon Barkley. I mean I know he's gonna be out for a few weeks. He was really looking good. I just don't know how he's going to be when he comes back. You know, it's kind of like we'll have to ease him in for a week or two before he kind of hits a stride, which may be week 10 or 11, which is still okay, right? He still got, you know, we got an extra long season this, this year, so.
2: I'm not so you sure know, you're up. strategizing small league appropriately, uh, uh, Chubby. Um, you know, leaving people in IR isn't really that necessary. You know, there's still a lot of superstars out there. I'm not so sure you're gaining a whole lot because if you take dump someone up in from IR and we decide to pick them up, we have to dump somebody, and you could pick that person we dump, and you don't know for sure who's going to be doing better, the the one that, uh, yeah, I, I picked up say David Montgomery, I've got to start dropping somebody, you know, who I might end up dropping Zeke, I mean who who are my running backs on on you know Najee Harris, you know. James Robinson? Who knows? I mean, I'm not so sure you're strategizing appropriately how uh, to play a small league.
0: Well, I think as long as I have enough to fill a roster, which I do, except for maybe my, my flex position, I feel okay. I think the worst feeling is dropping somebody, having when you guys pick them up, and then just having them explode the next week. Which is what I feel good about with uh, Mark Andrews, but you know, I'm sure it's not something that any of us want to have happen. So I think for these bye weeks, I'll have I'll figure it out. But I think I'm just going to stick with I have a good roster with uh, putting in a, a wide receiver as a flex, yeah. and then seeing that's how
1: definitely going to be more an issue in the next coming weeks seven, eight, nine when we're a lot of teams. You know, a lot yeah. of us have players concentrated on a few teams, and we'll be and we'll and we have to deal with the bye weeks. Yeah, and so what do we do? Right.
0: Well, at that, hopefully at, at that some time, point
1: we'll have to. At some point we'll have to. You know, with with buys and injuries, you're going to have to drop players you really want to keep yeah. in order to start a decent yeah. team.
2: I think. I think the best thing to happen if you are dealing with buys and injuries is hope you're playing, uh, Team Bernard, and uh, essentially <laughs> G- Genie's team.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to backfire. <laughs> uh, you guys try that
1: oh. that, was, that was actually my
3: recommendation last week right Just go ahead do stream several positions you test <laughs> out your theory it might work <laughs> <You should laughs>
2: test that. I, I encourage you to when I, next time I play you I encourage you to test out your theory starting all vikings <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes fantasy is so random that it might actually work I would never start cousins okay all right well start his uh, backup start his backup
3: (laughs) (laughs) i don't even know who it is
0: all right guys anything else any other last thoughts no nope okay well thanks for letting me host this week's show so to our audience member the one that there is out there if you guys enjoyed this week's broadcast just write in and so we can uh just completely depose the original host, otherwise they'll be back next oh. week.
2: Well no we, we have our mailbag. Don't forget we have our mailbag. So oh yeah we'll reach control
0: term... to, oh. to, to
2: email us at um small league dot com. Oh that... great I don't I had no idea are, we have that I don't even know how we email the team no, it has been... we need an at. Oh, it would I be didn't...
1: boom boom at fantasyfootball I, <laughs> I
2: see you know I'm just so <laughs> I don't even understand modern technology. I don't know how I could date online. So,
1: <laughs>
2: you'll hey, just you have to like go to long the long bars long and
0: meet them the old fashioned way. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. So, all right. So, on behalf of my co host Cyclops, Sandman, and Boom Boom, this is Chevy Hubby signing off. Yes. Reminding you that small, small is, is better. better. <laughs> Who like put that guy. smaller
2: in there? <laughs> Bye, bye you
3: guys